And we are live and we are back with another episode of Leadoff Talk. Baseball is back. I'm Caitlin. And joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, baseball is back. We back, baby. How's it going, Caitlin? Pretty good, man. I'm I'm just happy that they finally the, the lockout has ended and they finally got a, a deal. And it seems like everybody's pretty happy for the most part. And we're not gonna miss any yeah. games. They're gonna play a full 162. <laughs> There might be some double headers, but there are going to be nine inning double headers, and there's no going to there's no um, uh, ghost runner on second to start extra innings. We're, we're we're back to playing normal baseball. It's pretty. It's a it's pretty great fun. time. It's a great time to be alive. Let me tell you, never been more excited about a, a random day in March in my life. No, <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. That in, that actually involves baseball. You know what I mean? Like you're sure if people like March Madness, the NFL off season. But finally, you know, after, I mean, it felt like those, these last, I would say like last 10 days or so, you know, you, you hear these rumblings about the CBA. Oh, they're getting close. And then it's two steps forward, four steps back. And then they get an extra step forward. And then, you know, they, it seems like they all kind of get stuck in the mud a little bit. But exactly. You know, I, I felt like they were going to do it, what was it, a couple of days ago. I felt like there was a lot of momentum towards it. And, um, yeah, and then just randomly today, I, I guess, you know, somebody somebody tweeted out, like, hey, they were at, they're on the two-yard line. And then somebody responded with, like, hey, only 98 more yards to go. You know what's funny about that? I texted my buddy, and I was like, his name is Brett. And I was like, Brett, we're at the two-yard line. And he, really? And he said, um. You know how many times the Browns have been at the two-yard line and they haven't done shit? And I was like, ah, oh, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot. I was like, I don't want things you could say right now. That's what you want to say to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it almost felt like, you know, I was just kind of waiting for like, oh, well, they, the, the players, you know, agreed to X, Y, and Z, right? And, and then it's like, well, the owners backed off of it because, you know, it, the the truth of the matter is, is that, they were okay with losing a month of a season. Um, April is not a good year or month for, you know, tickets and stuff like that when it comes to being an owner. And, um, you know, if if baseball starts in May, I, I don't think that they would be that upset about, about it at all. You know what I mean? Uh, but luckily, um, the games are starting. They're starting in literally a month, which is so exciting. Um, spring training games start next week. Opening day is April eighth or seventh or eighth uh, for the for the old Guardians. It's the eighth, <laughs> and then uh, opening day or watching too much opener. Pat McAfee. Yeah, and then the the <laughs> old uh, the home opener um, is uh, April fifteenth against the Giants. So that'd be kind of cool. Giants. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. God, I don't think I've ever seen the Giants play in. I almost said the Jake. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I, it's, progressive. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I yeah I don't think I I don't really remember them really playing at I all. Them I mean, playing the Giants. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing too. Starting, I believe, next year. Um, you part play of their, every team. Yeah, you play every team, which is pretty cool. I think. Yeah, I like that a lot. Really, because I feel like one of the things that you, I mean, you don't see like like right now we're having a conversation. But like, when's the last time you played the Giants? Mm-hmm. 
And now, sorry, next year we're going to be like, oh, we play every team. And I feel like that's kind of, that's like a cool thing. Even if it's not in San Francisco or if it's in Cleveland, I feel like either way, it's pretty cool to get play every team like that. Well, then they'll switch it off every year. So you don't have to wait yeah. a full, what, six years for them to come back to, to Cleveland. You know, because, I mean, it's, at, at times it kind of sucks, right? You know, but now, hey, it's only a year, so. Right, yeah, I like that a lot. And I think it grows the game, too, you know. Exactly, yep. You know, if, you, if you're, I mean, I, like, because I like the Nationals, like, I want to make sure I go to, to a Nats game, you know, if they're in Cleveland, you know, to see Juan Soto. Like, that, that's, a, that's a marquee game. And, like I said, the fact that you don't have to wait a whole year for, for that to happen. Right. Or a full five, six years for that to happen is, is a net good, in my opinion. No, yeah, 100%. Dude, it's so weird, like, talking about good things that baseball did today. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it did take it did take 90-plus days of a lockout for it to happen. But, I mean, there's nothing – real. I mean, except for the stuff that goes into next year, for this season, I'm really happy with everything they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, next year starts the, um, uh, like, bigger bases. Um, they might kill the shift, which just seems very likely. Um, I'm sure we talked about it on here. Like, I, I was like, hey, just – you know, if, if you're a professional hitter, you got you got to make adjustments and, um, you know, just try to beat the shift. But now I'm kind of the opposite. Like, you know, I I want to see good players, especially these good power hitters, like be able to rip a double or a single, you know, down the line and not get screwed right. over by the by the by the shift, especially the crazy shifts that, you know, you have, um you have your third baseman lining up in shallow right field and you had right. basically what was it Manny Machado basically playing Plain. right field <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean it's just it's just crazy right and I mean I think that's a little much um but I do yeah. wonder, I do wonder why or not why but like I do wonder how certain things are going to adjust like you know let's just say they have all four guys have to be on the the, the infield uh, dirt well can you still have you know your shortstop playing second base and then your second baseman you know in playing in between where the second baseman will play and the first baseman will play like I wonder if it's I, I don't know if it's as simple as that you know what I mean like all right, right. we're gonna put them on they have to be on the dirt when the pitch is thrown well okay but then it's like you take off charge into the outfield. Well, right. right. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Like they start to pitch, or they start. Uh, the pitcher starts his motion, and then they start running. And then is it a distraction to where, a- after every pitch, like you have the shortstop running all the way to the to the other side? Like, I don't know. But then it's like you know, there's also the strategy of it. It's like, you know, if if a player is you know a, a dead pull hitter, you should be able to you know, play some sort of defense for that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, that's my thing. Like, like here I'm pro, you should learn how to hit the ball the other way. <laughs> but at the same time I get, but like, no, I don't think anybody likes seeing a second baseman playing shallow right field. No. You know what I mean, even like, so I get the shift if they keep it, like you said, four guys on the infield, but they let them guys move around still. Like, the first baseman plays more towards the line or on the line. You know what I mean, second base is more over shortstops on the second base part of the bag. That I'm okay with. Because if you still hit your shot, is like a Joey Gallo does. I know he's the one that everybody talks about, even though 
I think the paper the thing said like Jose Ramirez is like one of the people that uses the ship the most. Yeah, the, <laughs> um, four hundred now. Yeah, from what you said, uh, it was like ninety uh, players who head the shift against them the most. Uh, uh, Carlos Santana was number one at like ninety eight percent. Jose Ramirez was like ninety seven or ninety six percent. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think you should still be able to shift guys in the infield and shift guys in the outfield. Like move those guys around. But like maybe if they do like three guys gotta be in the outfield, four guys in the infield. You know what I mean? Like and then you can shift them around there. I think I'd be okay with that. Because then it's still strategy, you know what I mean? But I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tricky to see how they do it. Like you said, like I don't think anybody wants to see a guy catching a ball in the outfield who's playing third base. No, no. Unless it's a pop up and they have to go in and get it. You know what I mean? Right. But like other than but like I said, I I just I hope that you can still move around enough that it, there's some strategy in the game. Like you're not staying put the whole game. But then, in my opinion, that's just stupid. I mean, I wonder if they put like arbitrary. I mean, do you think they should put like some type of like offside line, like at each position? Like that would be kind of weird. It would be. Here's okay. I I don't want to be that guy, but that reminds me of co-ed softball. Right. Like anybody's ever co-ed softball, there's a line in the outfield that you can't go across. Like if you play outfield, you can't go in front of that line if a girl's up. And that's what that reminds me of. Like I don't think there's any lines in the infield or anything like that. Just keep it simple. Eliminate one guy like four to five guys in the outfield. I don't know. I just keep it as simple as you can without like ruining the game. You start putting lines all over the place. I think it just ruins it, in my opinion. What if they? I mean, I don't even know. Like, what if they just make it you can only have two infielders on each side of the each side of second base? I mean, I feel like that's what's going to happen, in my opinion. I think it's either going to be that or like you said. Only three guys can touch the outfield grass when the pitch is thrown. Right, but right, okay, okay. But then I wonder what would happen if, what if they're like right on the edge? Like, are you gonna be able to? Are you gonna be able to challenge it? Like, like, what's the? What do you get if they they break the rule? Right. Yeah. yeah, This is all stuff that needs to be answered, and that's that's the thing. Like, what do you? What do you do? Like the pitch like, doesn't a, like like the pitch doesn't base. count, or they get a free yeah, base, or it's a, it's the uh, the pitch is a ball, or you know the 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 play is null and void. Like a man. Okay, this is the worst. Oh my god, I'm just thinking about like worst case scenario. Be- okay, they're in the playoffs, right? And because they're in the playoffs, they have the extra two um, umpires in the outfield. Well, what if one of them calls the infielder was in the outfield? And like a major play happens, they get out of the inning or something like that, and they had to redo the play, and it just like changes. It actually changes the outcome of the of the play based on how they were lined up. But I mean, I yeah. that happens in football all the time. You know, you have an illegal right. formation, you have a offsides or what? I I'm, I don't know. I don't know. The only difference is like, like I would say is like baseball is not a game. You should stop like that. <laughs> No, like no, the, no. baseball's not a game that you should be you should do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm all for technology and I'm like all for that. Like you should get to play right, but like calling calling I don't I don't know what you'd even call them penalties. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call them if somebody lines up in the outfield and not supposed to. Like I don't know. Like that's what I mean. There's so much gray area that who knows. And then like say, you know, okay, while the pitch is being thrown, well then. You know, like I said, you have infielders running mid-pitch. 
Like, is that too much of a distraction if you're a hitter? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many moving parts to this. It's funny we've been talking about this, and this isn't even until next year. But it's like such a significant. But it's such a significant like change to where like there's so many different ways like it can affect shit. You know what I mean? Oh, 100. Like that's the most I think that I've seen baseball talked about forever was when they the report came out that they were banning shifts. Everybody was like, what, what? There were so many people like, no one wants to see a shift. And there's people like, no one wants to see a guy who can't hit the ball the other way. Like, I not, both arguments I understand. But, like, it is nice seeing baseball get talked about. But, like, out of all the things, that's what we're talking about finally. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, so to talk about um, – let's see. Uh, some of the actual final details of the CBA. Um, where players made some notable gains. Uh, pre-arbitration bonus pool is at uh, $50 million. So if you don't know, baseball and how they do things, what, but playing, paying their players, it's very strange. Um, say the least. You really don't make any money until you hit, like, your second or third year of arbitration. Um, like, you're the best players who were just called up, somebody like Shane Bieber, He's probably only made in total probably like $2 million his first three, four years in the major leagues, which is insane. Um, Like sure he gets some incentives because he won, you know, the Cy Young and everything. But if, if you're a young player, you do not make a a ton of money uh, when it comes to baseball. So an increase in that is, uh, is pretty significant. Uh, Minimum salary, 700 K, 720 K, 740 K, 760 K, 780 K. Um, again, just, I suppose it's, it's kind of prorated to where, like how many years of service that you have, like, you know, the, let's just say, for example, the, like, the Indians had what Rene Rivera up for like a little while last year or Ryan LaBarnway, like, like those guys who've maybe doesn't have the service time, but has played on for a decent amount of time. I'm sure they get, you know, a boost in salary, stuff like that. Um, the CBT, which is the competitive balance tax, which sets an amount of money a team can spend on its roster each year. Um, it is going to going from going to 230 million before increasing incrementally to roughly 242 million by 2026. Um, and then there's like another like tax tier which people are joking about is like the Steve Cohen tax. So you can't just like spend billions of dollars on guys and just buy free agents, I guess. Um, There's a draft lottery at six picks. So I'm assuming there's no more inherent uh, like tanking incentive. Uh, It's like the NBA now, like, you know, one to six can has an opportunity to have a number one overall pick Um, universal DH for this year. Uh, amateur draft is 20 rounds and a player can be optioned five times per year. So, and I think that's pretty significant, you know, especially if you're, you know, a guardians fan where they kind of move players up and down a significant amount, uh, they're capping that at five times uh, per year because before you were able to basically do it unlimited amount of times if a player had options. So, and and I think that's fair for, you know, for, for young players, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I, and, I mean, the biggest one there is universal DH, finally. I mean, yep. and the fact that we're just glossing over that because we're just happy baseball back is back. But, like, that's 
That's the, I'm just so excited for that. So many people are going to have jobs now who yeah. wouldn't before. I just feel bad for the guy. Like who, like, who knows? I'm not saying, but, like, for a team that just needs a guy that can swing, like, Edwin Encarnacion gets back. You know what I mean? He's still ready to play. Mm-hmm. He's been training in Dominican. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's going to get the chance, but he has a chance now. Nelson Cruz, like, oh, I'm just so excited for that. These guys who just need to hit the ball, who can actually get contracts now with, what, 15 other teams? Yeah, and, just, you don't have to, and, you, and you don't have to be annoyed anymore. You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, oh, Nelson Cruz is going to go somewhere in the American League. It's like, well, no, you right. can go to the National League. And, yeah. you know, one of the things we talked about, like, off the air just before we hit, we hit record, but, like, you know, starting next year, teams are going to play uh, less divisional games and play every team in the majors um, at least once. So that's pretty cool. Well, now that there's a universal DH, like, it's pretty significant. Um, that's not that big of an issue anymore. And – you know, hitters can hit and pitchers can pitch, I guess. You know what I mean? It does yeah, it I does mean, suck I for the, everybody wants. Yeah, it sucks for the few guys who could hit the outliers, the Jacob DeGroms, you know, the um, Lorenzo yeah. Bumgarner. Bumgarner, like those type of guys. But you know, overall, you know, it's it's best for the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody 100%. really wants to yeah. nobody nobody wants to really see watch um pitchers attempt to swing the bat, especially American League pitchers yeah. the like, and nobody wants to see a guy get hurt pitching and when no. i mean hitting when they're a pitcher because that's the most frustrating thing in the world yep to see happen yep so but rip to pitchers who rake uh, yeah it was a good run to the three of them sorry yeah. guys yeah it, it is what it is but hey we still we'll still have position players pitching so they can't take <laughs> all the fun out of baseball i guess <laughs> But yeah, um, so what? So now that everything's agreed to, free agency officially started like two hours ago. Um, what do you think? Uh, so what are you expecting? Are you expecting like crazy shit to happen the next uh, yeah. couple days? Yeah, I, I yeah, I think in the next, and it sucks because of course base wants to come back when this is like my busiest week of the year. <laughs> I have Emily, my wife's birthday is Sunday. I'm taking her out Saturday. We have a first softball tournament Sunday. Uh, tomorrow we have a soft, we have a co-ed game together. It's like, come on. But yeah, I think, I think once the dom, a domino falls, like a big one, not even a big one, honestly, I think, I think it's all going to happen so quickly in this week, this weekend. I think it's just like the, once one falls, they're all going to fall. If that makes sense. Who and I th- think like Korea is the biggest one. That I think once cool. he signs story signs, they all, you know what I mean, then they story can see where he goes. Because I think Story's waiting for Korea, and the teams that want Story probably want Korea too. Know what I mean? Do you, in my um, opinion? Do you think? Do you think? Like, I wonder. Trying to like phrase this question, um, with the draft, like the draft lottery now. Do you think more lower level teams will be a little bit more aggressive? whether it's maybe not like signing a couple got free agent guys or maybe it's like the pirates maybe they won't trade a, a Brian Reynolds because you know if if they can't guarantee that number one overall pick then you know wh- where's the value in trading an all-star center fielder you know what i mean like right like do you think 
those types of teams would end up maybe hanging out with hanging on to their guys instead of going like a full fledged like rebuild. Let's win fifty games this year, kind of like kind of like the Orioles, but like not. You know what I mean? Right. See, as much as I want to believe that, I still feel like for those teams, a pick one through six it doesn't matter. Like they they're cool with anything in there. And I hate to say it like that, but that's just how I feel, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But because I feel like to them, picking six is not as bad as picking two or three or one. Because either way, they're not spending money and they're doing exactly what they want to do. How shitty that sounds. And but I hope I'm wrong when I say that. You know what I mean? But like, look at the, look at Cleveland. We're I mean, this last year we didn't. What we go eighty and eighty two. Yeah. And that was our and. But we spent nothing, and we'll spend nothing this year. We're going to pie. I mean, if we keep the same exact team, we could do the same exact record. You know what I mean? And it's it, like, I mean, honestly, you're, you're, honestly, you'll probably be better with the healthy Bieber and your healthy yeah, true, yeah. And so, we're not spending no money. So that's what I mean. I don't think it matters to these teams. I think they're still going to be who they are at the end of the day. And I think that sucks. I mean, but hey, quick side note, because talk, I'm talking about these teams that don't spend money. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Rays. For not only re-signing their key guy, mm-hmm. but then then they made an offer for Freddie Freeman. Oh, who know, they're, did you hear about that? No, I did not hear about that. Right before the lockout, it came out yesterday. Right before the lockout started, they made an offer to Freddie Freeman, and then oh. the lockout started the next day. I'm not saying they're going to get him. You know what I mean? But the fact that they made an offer to him and it's being talked about means that it was a good offer, at least. You know what I mean? And that's that's awesome for them. Because I think we all talk about how good the Rays could be if they could spend money. But the fact they're even, like, considering going after Freddie Freeman, that's good for the Rays. I, that's awesome for baseball, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. 100%. I, I think it's great for baseball. Um, and also scary for every other team in baseball, yeah. too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Thank goodness there are now a, a, 16, a 16 playoff in each league. Um, right. And they're not. What's interesting? They're not going to like re-rack the um, uh, like based on who wins. Uh, so it seems like because there's the six teams, uh, one and two gets the the buy, and then four, four and five play, and then three and six play. So and there's also not going to be a a, a game 163 anymore. They're going to do tiebreakers. Yeah based on, like, you know, how the NFL does it, divisional, stuff like that. So, conference awesome. wins. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah uh, I like uh, that. Actually. No, let me, let me no, think about it. I no, no, no. like the 163. 163 is insane. Like, that yeah, one day. I like the playoffs, I guess I was saying. The 163, I like. Yeah. But, you know, overall, you know. I'm, what, all right, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. What do you what do you think our guardians what do you think the first move the guardians do, if any? Or what do you think like realistically, what do you think like their next couple moves are, like a big move or what what do you think they do? I, I I expect them to wait and see. I feel like they're gonna wait for like you said, the the Korea guys to to sign. Um, the Trevor stories, you know, all, all those types of players, like in that echelon. Um, okay. Could maybe see them, maybe see them. Hey, it's, you know, it's a week from now. And hey, Nick Cassianos is still out there. 
Jack Peterson is still out there. You know, Kyle Schwarber's still out there. Like, I feel like that's a very them move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, God, Nick Castellanos would be so awesome. He sucks as a fielder, but who cares? Just hide him in left field and, and just go. You know Dude, what I mean? I'm, I'm so, yeah, I'm so, especially now that you have straw in the center. Yeah. Like, who who is good enough to cover gaps? You can have a bad defenders next to him. I know that's. I mean, it makes sense, actually. I, I'm off with that. And can you imagine him? Oh, dude, the energy he would bring to the Guardians team. Oh, it's not him like and Jose. And it's not like he's he hasn't hit well in Cleveland. I mean, right. he's, <laughs> he's he's hit well everywhere. Now, it, it would suck. Hey, but you here's the, here's the incentive, though. We're, we play less divisional games in Detroit, so you don't have to worry about playing in Detroit so much. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Love it. Get him. Call him up, okay? That would be awesome. Call him up. Dude, that would be Dude. incredible. But I mean, you know, a Jack Peterson type player, like, like I don't, I don't know if team, I don't know if teams are gonna go crazy when it comes to, like, I don't know, like multi year deals. I feel like a lot of ones you're saying. A lot of one or two year deals, you know, team option or player option. Like, I feel like, you know, because this offseason was so weird and like, you know, you didn't have like a true offseason, everything just kind of, you know, you, you you hit stop, like right when everything was starting. Like we literally did a podcast, you know, what was it? A few days before the lockout. And it was just like, you know, Max Scherzer getting 150 million, you know, uh, Marcus Simeon and, and Corey Seager. You know, they're, they're getting like a boatload of money. And now I feel like I don't may, I, I wonder if teams are going to be a little bit more hesitant to like give big money. Now watch like tomorrow we're going to see like some crazy contract for Korea. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like I think I think there's a couple guys who will get the big deals. Like I think Korea gets five to seven years, in my opinion. Do you think where do you think he goes? <sighs> And I hate to say it, but I just think it all signs point to the Yankees. And I don't know if I'm, I don't I don't know if I'm happy about that or not because I don't really I hate the Yankees. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think the Yankees. I think it just makes too much sense. I think either way, even if they don't get him, they'll get in story. Like they're getting one of them. I just think they they push go all in for uh, <clears throat> Correa. Let me check. The official sport sport uh, track list of uh, available free agents. Mm. I think it's Correa, Story. I think Kershaw is out there. Cassianos. Okay, uh, so Carlos Rondon's a good one. Yeah. Okay, so Zach. Uh, so Granky, um, Clayton Kershaw, Chris Bryant, Carpenter, Freddie Freeman, Andrew McCutcheon, Fowler, Kenley Jansen, Cassianos. Kyle Seeger, Ian Desmond. I think he Desmond retired though. Uh, Trevor Story, Danny Duffy, Nelson Cruz. Ooh, Conforto. Ooh. Who? Michael Conforto? Conforto. Yeah, I've heard his name out there too. For us, that, that would be. It's all about the money these guys need. That's a, I think that's what it comes down to. Yep. But I think the one thing that helps Cleveland, um, is the fact that we we saw the season in what three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. Like things are going to move fast. So I feel like if some of these guys don't get signed, they're going to start being like, 
I mean, right, well, a team, right? especially like Conforto, because he's a young guy still. Baseball yeah, like, in baseball terms, right? Like a Conforto or a, you know, like I said, like a, a Kyle Schwarber type player. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like honestly, I feel like I feel like we're gonna get stuck with, and you know, stuck is a relatively, I don't know, depressing word, but you know, a Tommy Fam or or Corey Dickerson. <sighs> You know, it would like, just be a look to get Tommy Pham because I can't stand that dude in the show. I can't stand him <laughs> either. He is like if you if you had average as like like you know if if somebody's just put average in the dictionary, it's like Tommy Pham. Like that's it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's I mean I can see it happening too, like you said, just because. But that's the thing. Everything's gonna like be a so Tommy Pham one year five million dollar, and you're just like. But Fine. no, probably like seven and a half. Yeah, you're like oh, with a, with a club option that we know we're not going to accept. <laughs> well, that's when I'm. Well, that's and then that's when you get pissed because then you see like Jock Peterson signed for like eleven million. You're like, wait, like for like four more million, yeah. you could add Jock Peterson. <laughs> not even saying Jock is like that special, but it's like he's at least like a power hitting outfielder. You know what I mean? Yeah, at I the would very be least. like yeah. I would be okay with Jock, obviously the top two, Cassianos and Conforto. You know what I mean? I want either one. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would be happy with Jock. Um, another guy who has fallen off, I know he's not the who he was to be, but, like, I wouldn't mind either is um, Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, I mean. I think I think if you're going to have a one-year deal without, I mean, I'm okay with him. He's a he, pro's pro, you know what I mean? He can still get it done, still gets a good at bat up. I'll be okay with him. I kind of like that idea, honestly. I mean, I know he's like yeah. 34, 35. And he's not I, bad defensively. He's still like, oh, like he's okay. Like, he's not awful. He's not who he used to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, you could you could hide him in the left field 100%. Yeah. And I'll be okay with Kutch. God, isn't it just that's, so that's sad? Like sad? Every, every fucking year, <laughs> every year, yeah. man, we just go, who are we going to get? And we're like, whoever's left. What I said in the offseason, I was like, can't wait when we traded uh, Cesar. And I was like, can't wait for Freddie Galvis. <laughs> and yeah. you were like, I hate how true that is. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, yeah, Freddie Galvis. And then he ends up signing out in, in Japan somewhere. Japan. Yeah. And you're and, and I'm just like, well, there cross him off the list then. <laughs> yeah, not one other <laughs> mediocre shortstop can we get. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, they're not gonna bring back an Eddie Rosario. Dude, Eddie Rosario is gonna get paid, and it's just like People are gonna find out who he actually is. You know what I mean? He's just like he the just, most streaky the hitter. Street. Yep, he's the most streaky hitter I've seen. Um, you know, like like again, I feel like Jock is like the the most obvious Cleveland Guardian signing out there because because <laughs> he's because he's not Schwarber. Like he's not gonna hit like forty home runs, but Jock could hit like twenty eight. You know, he'll be annoying sometimes because he strikes out, but he but he's a clutch hitter. You know, relatively, you know, he's still he's still, he's only twenty nine. He'll be thirty. Like, I don't know. He brings a swagger, and I love it. I love guys oh, yeah. now who like who like don't give a fuck. Is that the right word I want to say there? Who just like will make people mad, do what they want to do. You know what I mean? And I think that's one of the reasons I'm okay with getting Jock. And I mean, God, when this when this starts happening, it's gonna fly. Like, it, dude, it is. I keep really refreshing is. Twitter, and I know it's gonna happen. I'm gonna fall asleep tonight, and then everything's gonna blow up, and I'm gonna wake up. It's like. 10 free agent sign. Call yeah. Australia as a Yankee. There, Yan- there is Yan- Guardian. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, that's the only like consistent thing. 
I do wonder what, like, you know, what I said about, you know, like, for example, the Pirates and them not, maybe not trading a Brian Reynolds type player. But I do feel, I, I do wonder, like, what are teams, like, maybe there's an incentive for teams that were, I don't know, that weren't bad enough to, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe there are teams that weren't bad enough to potentially get the number one overall pick. But now it can be like, hmm, we could be the sixth worst team and get a top three pick. Like, maybe I was thinking it, like, maybe I was thinking the wrong way when it comes to, like, a draft lottery. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You know, and maybe it's I, like, oh, well, let's trade away. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're the Rockies, I, I, I don't even know. The Rockies. Marquez. Marquez um, Charlie Blackman. Like, I don't know. Some you know guys like that Dude, Charlie Blackman has been on the trade block for 12 years i feel that, like i feel like true. before he had a beard they already think about trading him it would be interesting I, to what, see I, what the a's do cuz i feel like they're just going to they're going to be one of those teams that just they're full full uh full on fire sale whether it's yeah. Matt, it's going to be Matt Olson it's going to be Matt Chapman heard, like all those I heard guys will link to Olson yeah i saw that and then i saw the trade of like Bobby Bradley going to the A's and I just I don't want that to happen. I know I I'm so tired of everybody like give Bobby a full season, see what Dude, happens. That's the and thing. I mean, that what's is the, the thing. problem? A full season and you're like, well, he 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 hit for shit last year. It's like he also hit like what 17 home runs in half a year. Yeah, like he is who he is, and if we accept that, it's fine. It just we we refuse to accept that. And it's like and he's not. He's never even had like a full year. Five. He's never. 35 to 40 home runs easily to begin with full season. He's going to yeah. strike out a shit ton. But who cares? But He's in home runs. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and, and his here's defense a, improved last year, too, during the end of the year. And, and here's the he other thing. Like, ah. And here's the other thing. Okay. You think his average could go up if they implement this shift ban next year? Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, he's, oh, still, yeah. he's still making, like, zero money. Like, like I just want no, I can't. Like I have a like a t-shirt jersey of it. Like I absolutely love Bobby Bradley. Like I, words can't describe how much I love him. And if they trade him, oh my god, I'm going to cry. I swear, I'm going to cry. And it's going to be, I'm be such a sad boyo for for a long time. <laughs> like he's it. he's so cool too. Like he's so cool. You know what I mean? Right. Like god damn. Like the assassin. Like god damn it. Yeah, I yeah. He, okay, I'll stop fangirling. Him. I'll I'll stop fangirling for a minute. But it's You're just good. like, you know. And and I tend to always like average Cleveland <sighs> Indian Guardian players. Like my favorite players growing up were like Jody Garrett and new Jody Garrett's gonna come in there. And and Ron, like I like Ronnie Belliard. My aunt liked Ronnie Belliard. Like she liked Franklin Gutierrez, so I liked him too. Um, hey, Franklin no, for a year was a goat. Yeah, he, dude, he was really good, dude. He, I think he won two gold gloves if I remember correctly, yeah. uh, in Seattle. But it's like, man, there's, come on, Bobby Bradley, come on, Tyler I Aikwin. do. I do think we make a trade. <laughs> I will say that. Oh, I think so too. I, 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 think, I still on that. We just have so many people on our forty man that that a trade has to happen, in my opinion. Oh, and that's the other thing too. So there is no um, Rule Five draft this year. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. So any player that 
the, um, that was eligible for the Rule 5 draft. There's a, a, quite a few players that the Indians could have lost or Guardians could have lost, um, but that's not happening. So they're back with in the organization uh, this year. So that's good. So maybe yeah. the, the, their, their trade chips or whatever now, I, I don't know. But Yeah, I just, I mean, either way, we still have 94 middle infielders who are between true. the ages of 18 to 23. So I think we still do a trade. I'm not saying it's a big one. It could be just, you know what I mean, a typical Cleveland trade. But I think I think a big one could happen, but I think we do move some of them, or at least one of them, at least. I can't wait for them to sign, like, just a random 30-year-old, like, relief pitcher, and he's going to have, like, an incredible year. And we're like, oh, yeah, this is Brian what Shaw. we do. Yeah. Or, <laughs> like, I, like, I could see them bringing back Brian Shaw 100%. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. 100, yeah. I've already penciled him in as a in my MLB the show team. <laughs> he he's 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 our seventh inning guy. Just just yep. just lock him in. <laughs> lock him in. Yep. <laughs> Easier. Well, uh, there, Gabe. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about when it comes to uh, baseball being back? Besides, baseball's back. <laughs> no, I think we got our covered. Um, like I said, this week's gonna be pretty chaotic. So if news happens and me and Kay find time, we're gonna either make a pod we might do a spaces or something like i said i'm pretty busy this week but i'm gonna do my best because i love baseball and i i mean i'm already refreshing twitter every five seconds if that tells you anything <laughs> so like i said we'll find time to talk about this kind of shit because i think we're all just we all just want baseball to happen yeah we were all jonesing so, for something to happen and you know yeah. it's not like we didn't care to to record a podcast or anything it was just like what is there to talk, talk about? about? Like, piece of shit. That yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Nothing that we've already that we've ever said before. You know what I mean? Right. No, exactly. So, um, but yes, baseball is back. You know, be on the lookout for many more podcasts. And like, like I said, or like Gabe said, uh, Twitter Spaces. Um, you know, we'll probably do you know one or two podcasts a week going forward uh, until the start of the year. Like, we still have to do our predictions. Um, but we kind of have to wait a little bit, you know, like that might be yeah. like the week of the start of the year, just because we don't know who's on any, like, we don't know yeah, what any team to. is going to look right now besides like yeah. the Rangers are probably going to be kind of good. And the Mets, you know, will only lose games that Max Scherzer and Jake, Jacob deGrom aren't pitching in. You know what I mean? I then again, they will, then again, they will probably lose some of those games, but they'll get no decision. So it's okay. So we go. Toxic K is back. Hey, look, I'm happy. Baseball's <laughs> back. There's something to talk about. You know what I mean? Hey, and, hey well, you're uh, toxic. I know you're happy. It's, it's fine. Yeah, we're, you know, we're vibing, dog. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> well, Gabe, shout out your Twitter. Shout out the uh, podcast Twitter and all that fun stuff. Yep. Uh, follow me at Yana's Gabe 13, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3, and follow um, the podcast, Lead Off Talk on Twitter at L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. Good job, bud. I know. I felt good about that one. Yeah, I mean, I thought you were going to be a little bit rusty, but no, you were, you were I'm right I'm not going to lie. Do I have it open on my Twitter right now to make sure I can spell that correctly? Yes, but everybody can fuck off. Go ahead, gay. Hey, it, hey, that doesn't matter. Hey, you got it right. <laughs> You know, you're, ha- you're happy with the results and, you know, <laughs> all all 30 uh, owners uh, signed off on it. So, you know, we're good. We're good. 
And, uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. At Caitlin O'Sealy. That's Caitlin K-A-T-L-E-N. Nose K-O-W-S. And then C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy. And uh, go baseball. It is back.